Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. The following podcast contains strong language, like what the actual fuck. Hello, this is Daisy and you're listening to What the Actual Fuck. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck. Hey, what the actual fuckers, and welcome to WTAF, This Country Podcast. And I'm here, his sack is full, and he is uh, he's more capable than Father Christmas. And he also only comes once a year. It's, it's Neil! <laughs> <laughs> At the moment, with the way that the last year is that's absolutely true, isn't it? <laughs> and I hadn't, that's, normally I prepare your intros, and I never even prepared that one, that was off the top of my head. Well, my sack is certainly full, and my okay. We don't. We really don't need to know. Positive, and all my chestnuts are roasted. Okay. Well, this is a very special Christmas episode uh, because we are delving into our podcast past. So this is a podcast of Christmas past. Uh, We've done this before with Paul's Paul Cooper. Mm. Um, Just to explain to people what we used to do, Neil. So many moons ago, God, it does seem like a long time ago, we had another podcast called Movie Heaven. It was a long uh, time ago, Neil. It was yeah. a long time ago. It, it was. doesn't feel that long, really. It does. It feels like, like ages. To be honest, time. January feels like a long, long time ago. <laughs> it does. It does, as, as it would to everybody this year. Indeed. But, um, yeah, so we used to do this podcast called Movie Heaven, which was a lot of fun where we had guests come in and basically not a rip-off at all of Desert Island This, but they would come in with their 10 movies that we would ask questions about, culminating in their movie heaven. What movie would they take to their cloud that they could watch again and again, etc. And before Daisy was, well, really well-known, I suppose. She, she wasn't well-known. No. I mean, she wasn't she, well-known. It was at the time that she'd done the pilot for Kerry, which was the ver- first incarnation of um, this country. So they'd done the pilot and we were chatting to them. Yeah, so basically, yeah, so this was in 2014. Yep. um, And it was, they'd done the original pilot, which was was for for ITV. And as we're talking to Daisy now, 
they're in the process of, or they're going to start filming for the BBC. Yeah. So this was the BBC pilot. They were going to film in Sirencester, which you will hear Daisy talk about. Um, and you'll also hear her um, just talk about the genesis of the show and um, and just where she was and where she is now. Um, it's fascinating because with what we all know now about this country and the fact that even at this point, it still wasn't called this country. Charlie wasn't in it. Charlie was just uh, helping her write it. It's it's fascinating to hear her stories and hear where she was. And at one point, she I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but at one point she does say, oh, if I ever get rich and famous, and I'm thinking, well, Daisy, I mean, you're one of those two. The other one yeah. isn't going to be that far, far behind. I will just warn everybody, there is a lot of swearing and there is a lot of big swearing if that is the right way to put it Ooh, all right so there uh, is definitely exactly there is definitely effing and there is almost certainly a lot of jeffing right. okay <laughs> so I, I will warn you of that um but daisy is in fantastic form it's um it's fascinating we talk about all kinds of different movies um jet is in there Games Master is in there, all these other different things. Wow. It is fascinating. Yeah. Um, so that is coming up very, very shortly. I think what we should do, as this is our Christmas episode, we'd just like to thank uh, and wish all of our listeners and all of our supporters over the last year a very, very Merry Christmas and hopefully a much better New Year than God-awful 2020 has been. Well, it can't um, be any worse, can it? Let's be well, let, let, let's not tempt it, Neil. Let's not tempt <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, so a happy Christmas to everybody. We hope you all have a, a very safe and a very happy Christmas. And like I say, let's get this year out of the way and then let's enjoy 2021 um, because I'm sure there'll be loads of things to look forward to. And God bless everyone. Oh, <laughs> Neil, you shall walk again. <laughs> and you shall shag again. <laughs> wow. Well, well, you will empty those yeah. buckets. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, dear. So, out. indeed, without further ado, um, again, Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you very much for your support this year. Um, we'll power on into 2021, uh, but we are going to leave you in the capable hands of Neil uh, hosting Movie Heaven with me and the one and only Daisy May Cooper. I have just created something totally illogical. Hoi hoi and welcome back into the shed for yet another movie heaven on this warm and moist sticky day. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> That's not good at all. But it's warm. Um, joined as always with Pav. Hello. 
I lost the Hello. Waving to all the webcam fans, even though we haven't got any and we haven't <laughs> got any yet. webcams. Not yet. Well, let's let's crack on. Let's crack on. Let's crack on. <laughs> so an exciting story came out of Siren Sister recently, and we have the person involved in this exciting story. What have I done? <laughs> Not you. Oh, right. <laughs> Let, let's, without further ado... Thank God for that. Without further ado, introduce the guest tonight, and it is Daisy Cooper. Hello, Daisy. Bonjour. Oh! <laughs> she not only looks like summer, she sounds like yeah. France. Con- <laughs> continental. How well, are you? I'm very well. Thank you so much for inviting me to this den. It oh. is so cool. Well, it's been a long time coming. I think yeah. we saw you at the... Phoenix. Phoenix, Phoenix last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a smash on yeah. face. <laughs> <laughs> just screaming. I, I really apologise. No, no, that's it fine. Was great. <laughs> it felt like we had fun. It did. Uh, well, at least fantastic. I didn't flash at you. That might have well, been... Uh, at what? least. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what we want. We're, we'll just wait for this year's Phoenix. Yeah, we'll wait for one. this year's. Yeah. yeah. Now that we know that's what you have like, yeah. in your, <laughs> yeah, in your bag, thing, as it were. Right, <laughs> let's start. So, the exciting news in Sarah's sister. How did it, well, tell us what it is first. Well, I have got a TV show that I have written with my brother. It's a sitcom called Kerry that we are filming with the BBC. We should be filming that hopefully in the next three weeks. Wow. So, yeah, and that's all going to be filmed in Cyrus. All in Cyrus. So it might have to cheat some bits, like in Bought on the Water, the model village. Like you yeah. have to use really touristy places. Why have you it. got giants? Uh, no, that would be, oh, right. you know, I'd, I'd love to do it like a Godzilla thing. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> I have not, you know, <laughs> not <Godzilla>. as yet. <laughs> yeah. So um, so that starts in the next three weeks. So yeah. how did it come about then, writing this sitcom? Well, is it I, a sitcom? Yeah, yeah, it is a sitcom. Well, it's sort of like a narrative, a narrative comedy. We were doing, I was at RADA for three years and fucking hated it. <laughs> hated every fucking really? second of it. So it was just like really homesick. And my brother got kicked out of um, Exeter University. So he was staying with me in, in halls and... Um, I was just asking him to sort of tell me about stories about Cyrus Esther. We we're just laughing about people that we know. You know that you have, you have like local celebrities. You just uh, Charlie and I just got completely like fucking obsessed with them. Like I don't know what I can, can and can't say on here, but there was like this one guy um, that many people will recognise. He walks around town and he was in Waitrose and like sparked up a fag. And then turned around to my brother and said, I oh, shouldn't be doing this. Just like really weird <laughs> people like that. We just got obsessed with him. So, I wasn't a celebrity then. No, it was oh, a siren sister. So you're from Siren Sister. From, yeah, born bred, Siren okay. Sister. Absolutely love it. And um so that is what and we there was um a girl that is from Siren Sister who was sort of like a tomboy type and I was really interested in the fact like that sort of idea grew into what is it like for sort of like a working class tomboy girl to live in like this beautiful place like in the Cotswolds but there's like fuck all to do mm. it's not like living in um you know like a housing estate in Manchester where you could at least get into drugs or a gang mm. you know like all there is is like a mosaic in the amphitheatre <laughs> and and so it just com- came from that and then it sort of um then we had the idea of uh, like this tomboy girl, everybody thinking that she was a lesbian. In fact, she's in love with her best mate, is a guy. Yeah. But you know, she's got to try and embrace her femininity, and it's really difficult. You know, she'd rather punch him than tell him that she she's in love with him. So, so it came from that really, okay. <laughs> and it just spiraled from there. And um, yeah, we had a lot of production companies interested in it, and uh, and now we're BBC, and it's uh, it's all going good. So when when you first wrote it, then you you just sent the script out 
season. Yeah, right? we did. We filmed some clips. I played the lead in it, and uh, we we just sort of wrote. I think I don't know. It was about four or five pages just worth of dialogue and that apparently is all that it takes these days to get you know so um yeah it's got interest from that and now right so have you written lots of stuff before or it was the first thing we'd ever written i I did do stand-up before um going to rada and absolutely fucking bombed you know right i was awful it's really 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 awful I remember doing one in Cheltenham where there was no heckling, there was nothing, just nobody laughed. And my mum was in the corner of the room and I just watched her sort of heartbreak really slowly. <laughs> and we just never, we've never been able to talk about it. It's just one of those things. Well, use this time as therapy then. Yeah, Let's thank you. That'd be, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd so was that your first gig? That was my first, that was my first gig. And I actually did um, a stand-up gig as this character that went down really well at the BBC sitcom showcase, which was a couple oh, right. of weeks ago. It went really well, so it's it, you know it can it can work if you're doing the right character and yeah. you have the right audience. So what sort of what's the yeah audience? So what's the target audience you've written it for? Uh, it's sort of like um, in betweeners uh, type audience. I mean, it's just a young. But the thing is, I, I'm massively influenced by The Office. I think it's to be honest, I think it's quite universal. I think right. anybody will be able. It's just about being totally spot on with with the characters and being truthful and when yeah. you're fucking truthful people will love it yeah, <laughs> i, I yeah. hope so did you so is it in between as rude then it's extremely rude yeah. that's good yeah, yeah, really like very very rude um but also really endearing like you've got some like quite moving moments in it and i think oh your comedy always needs that yeah, you yeah. need it's like with uh with like you know Stephen merchant and ricky gervais now that they've sort of split up like, I don't know if you saw that awful Derek. Which well, was I actually, channel the first two the series of that I loved. Oh, did you? I did. There, just, was, oh, there God, wasn't anything, really? there was just something about it that just made, moved me and made me laugh. I have to say that the, 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 special. the special wasn't very good. No, I didn't was, think they, they should have left it as it was. But yeah, I do agree in the fact that now that they've split up, I don't think they've got the same magic. Totally, totally. Because you've got, like, I think Ricky Gervais can sometimes be a bit over-sentimental, and then yeah. you've got... Um, Stephen Merchant that it doesn't isn't sentimental enough. So you you need you need those two together yeah. to. Create. Did you see Stephen Merchant's Hello Ladies? Yeah, I did. I, I didn't like it. No, it just seemed like he was pandering to American yeah absolutely audiences oh, as such. God. Yeah, I just wasn't very good in my eyes. But them together, yeah, it's gold dust. Mm. <laughs> right, I'm going to go back. Why did you fucking hate Rada? But I I really really fucking hated it. I think it's the fact that. You just did. We didn't do any comedy. It's all Shakespeare. Like, and I just don't. It's just not. I don't know. I didn't know what the fuck I was saying most right. of the time. Right. You know, when you're just on stage, you don't know what to yeah. do with your hands because you, you have no idea what you're saying. It was just really, and it was like there was some tyrannical teachers. You know, when they say when you can't do teach, and there were a lot of failed actors there. Right. Right. So it was kind of like what they did was I think it was about two thousand of us got into a like a it was like 34 placements of 2,000 people. So you thought, oh, my God, I've beat all these people to get in this really prestigious place. And then they just tell you how shit you are for the next three so, yeah, years of your life. To the point, you know, loads of us had counselling. I had to go and see, like, a hypnotherapist. Really? Was, yeah, it's getting, dr- like, dreams of going on stage where... I didn't like hadn't didn't know what my lines were. Like, loads of people had it. Do you, do you not think that's maybe part of the process to make you thick skinned 
when you are an actress going out there and constant rejection and stuff like that? Is I that just a... don't think there's any need to be a complete cunt to right. somebody else. <laughs> it was just like a concentration camp. I was, <laughs> was just terrified the whole time. But then came out of there and... Um, Did you get work straight out of it? I, oh, it was difficult. I got a job on Doc Martin when I first, and was uh, totally terrified there because we didn't... It was all stage stuff. So when you're in front of cameras and things yeah. like that, I just had no idea. Right. And Martin Clunes sat, you know, opposite me, and I'm thinking, and I just totally just panicked, didn't know what to do. So <laughs> it was so great. Yeah. So again, then in a situation like that, then is there people on the set there that that help you, or wherever was everybody very sort of office with you? Well, no, I mean, I think it was just like they they just assume that you've had the training and you know you know what to do you know what to yeah. do and you know who the people are i mean there's so many people when you go on set mm. for things it's just it's mental <laughs> and how was martin clunes he was lovely right. he was really really lovely right so um, let's go back to the sitcom then see so how many episodes will it be it will be six episodes right four, and then hopefully you get a second series i take it, um, it it'll be shot the same sort of way as like the office where it's there's no studio audience laughing or or well, is we it did well, yeah well absolutely i mean we did do a pilot before and we had actually he was a brilliant director who was a guy called um declan lowney who did um father ted father ted and, and uh, did, Alan Partridge movie. Partridge wow. movie. he's absolutely brilliant excellent um but you know what if you know it better than anybody else just do it like i just want to do it myself yeah and the thing is this is very very improvised what we do and then we find the funny in the edit so yeah. um it's a lot of talking over each other so it's a lot of workshopping sort of similar to like curb your enthusiasm right um way of doing stuff but you punch in you know you have funny lines written down but you just can't be people talking over each other in mm. that you know even like when you're searching for the lines in your head just your body like your facial expressions so much more truthful and you act mm. that well that was know. the beauty of the office wasn't it because because just you just everybody i'm sure went I know somebody like that. Yeah. That's exactly how we talk at work. Yeah. So yeah. when you've got something yeah. like that, that, and I suppose if it's in your mind, it's hard to translate that to another director. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So you're yeah. directing this? Well, I, yeah, hopefully, I hopefully Charlie, Charlie, and I, my brother, my brother, will be directing it, but just have a really good DOP. Hope might may even get the DOP from the office. Right. So yeah, that would be somebody wow. that just knows how to set up the right. thing. Yeah, and you yeah, go, yeah. Let's just fucking go for it. Let's have a laugh. Absolutely. Uh, and have you got all the cast in place? Uh, yeah, we've got some really cool people. We've got um, Sharon Rooney, who plays a character called Danielle. She was in. Um, she's the lead in uh, my fat, my Matt fat, my fat, my. my <laughs> fuck, I haven't even had a drink. My mad fat diary. <laughs> Did you see that, Faye? Sounds familiar. Yeah. Sounds familiar. Um, I'm terrible because I don't normally watch normal TV. <laughs> I'm all Netflix and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And we, yeah, we've got a great, we've got a great cast. So oh, it, it must oh, be very exciting. exciting, though, to be able to think that something that's come out of your mind is going to be. It is. It is. But last year, was re- when we filmed it last year, it was really stressful because we didn't have as much creative control. And do you know what? That is the thing. I can walk away from this now. If somebody right. starts getting involved, I yeah. just think I'd rather just put it on YouTube and fuck everything else because it's, it's so important right. to do, you know, to be to be honest. So the BBC producer. are quite giving then. They'll let you do what you want. Well, they? Shane Allen, he's the head of comedy at the BBC, is just absolutely amazing and is just totally, you know, given us so much leeway and he's amazing. He um 
my second cousin is uh, Matthew Bainton, who did Wrong Man's with James. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, so yeah. we sort of met through through him and. And Matt said to me how how brilliant you know Shane was when they were working when they were doing that. So it gives you so much confidence. And he also like said the word cunt quite a lot, which <laughs> oh, is great. Well, that's always a nice thing to link yourself to somebody, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> to let out a good cunt is always yeah. good. <laughs> I'd, re- I'd rephrase that if I were you. <laughs> In any which way you want to that on a hot, sweaty oh, summer's day, no. that's for sure. <laughs> No, that's really good. Right, should we talk about some movies then? Let's talk about movies. We will, we will dib and dab out yeah. of um, talking about your uh, sitcom all the way through this, but I'm let's sure find will. out about your movie choice. What was the first film you saw at the cinema, baby? Um, first film I saw at the cinema was possibly one of the most boringest films I ever saw. My dad um, didn't know what the fuck to do with us on Sundays. Like, sometimes we'd go to, like, the lighting department in gardens <laughs> and wander around there. So it took us to go see a film called Fly Away Home. Have you ever heard of that? That wasn't that Anna Paquin. Yeah, it was Fly Away Home. Is that where she has... Yeah, so it's, like, this ridiculous film where... And Jeff Daniels. Like, that's it, wasn't it? Mm. What was it? Is it like, what was it a called? Hang the hang glider. That's it, to train these, like, Jeez. signets or whatever yeah. to fly away home. And it was just... <laughs> Anything, I just think it was just such a boring film that uh, it's so typical that my dad would take me to go see that. Never like a cool animated sort of like kids film, just really boring. <laughs> and where was emotional. that? At the fucking Regal At Cinema. Regal. Yeah, Cold yeah, yeah, hot yeah. chocolate, squeaky seats. <laughs> film probably broke through halfway because I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah, so. You can't beat it. You can cannot beat I really no. miss it. Yeah, yeah, everybody seems to miss it, even though it was vo- voted the worst cinema in the UK. But that's excellent. Uh, we should. It should have been nostalgic. It should have been preserved. I when you say <laughs> it was, it was voted the worst. It, was that when it transferred to video? That it Probably. became the worst because that was when it was awful. When it transferred to instead of it being film, it was video. Oh, really? You don't remember video. that? No, when, oh. when did they do that? What Pro- year in that? the 80s, that was. I think that's when they got rid of the bingo hall. Oh, they, they had two yeah, li- little huge. screens and it was a video. It was video they played the film on, not um, like projector 70 millimeter, 35 millimeter. It was awful. Well, was, I told oh. you, didn't I? When I was there once, we were all, me and my friends were watching a film and it, was, it started. And, Halfway through, it just slowly started to rewind. Yeah. <laughs> so we're watching this film, and it just went all the way back. And nobody oh even God. Yeah. So all they obviously did was just, like, press play and go back down to the uh, yeah. confectionery stand. Oh, that's way. excellent. The confe- that wasn't even a confectionery no, stand. It was just the little it was, yeah, but it where was they the, sold the tickets. Exactly, but he did everything. Yeah. He sold, like, the popcorn. He, like, cleaned up. He ushered cleaned to the up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cleaned but up. the weird yeah. thing is, I've had... Over the well, probably since we've been doing this podcast, I've been having dreams about the Regal Cinema. Really? Yeah. You're kidding? Yeah, that I come to the oh, I come to the front. Yeah, I come to the front and I'm waiting to go in to see a film, but I can never see what the film is oh that I'm going my to God. see. I wonder what that means. It's very strange because I've seen I've had that more than once. And it's, it's very, very, very strange. Red carpet as you went. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my! Oh. Can you imagine? I tell you what. If I ever become rich and famous, I'm going to rebuild the Regal Cinema and have you guys do yeah. a pancast. We've we've said that, that one thing we want to do is is if we ever won the lottery, is build our own like the pancast cinema, cinema. pancast theatre. Can or something. you imagine? Show what we want. Show what we want. That yeah. would be absolutely amazing. Because my dad used to be a projectionist, there. You see. No way. Yeah, I've talked about it before on the podcast, and he took me. To where it was the big screen. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I wouldn't go round the back of the big screen because I thought that's where all the people that were on the film lived. Oh, that's yeah. adorable. I was 25. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. No, I wasn't. I was 21. Yeah. That's yeah. lovely. Uh, right then, your favourite movie quote. 
um, is from the film Labyrinth for David Bowie. Oh, and right. it is nothing, nothing, tra-la-la. Do you remember <laughs> that? I don't, I, it was just so weird. I mean, it's just such a weird it film. It is a weird yeah. film. And I remember getting it from Ashcroft Video when I was on VHS. Another, another blast from the past. Another blast from the past. <laughs> Do you know somebody from Ashcroft Video won a sports car from entering one of their magazine... Oh, right, okay. Isn't that mental? Yeah. Ashcroft Video. Ashcroft Video. It's brilliant. That's the one opposite the Jubilee, isn't it? That was. Yeah, yeah so it was. For all of our non Sirencester listeners, I'm sorry, but we're, <laughs> we're having a bit of reminiscing about the old well, Sirencester. about it. There was, it was a heyday of video shops. We had Video Magic in Watermore, you had Video Nest in Chesterton, and then you had oh, Ashcroft yes. Video in um, oh. Ashcroft Road. Crazy. It was great. But there was like, st- I remember, that I w- I've watched the weirdest films from that from that era. It was like, do you remember, like, the garbage pail? Oh, they were I know, but they were put in the children's section, which obviously wasn't right. No. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the weird... Mm-hmm. It was a lot of, like, but like 15-plus films that were put in, like, the kids' section mm-hmm. at that point. Well, I've said before, things like The Dark Crystal, which was oh, the same sort of thing oh. as Labyrinth, that was really, really freaky and scary. Yeah, yeah it was. And it still is, if you watch yeah. it now. It's, yeah, not, yeah, it's, yeah. Not your, it's not your usual, it's not your daddy's Muppets. <laughs> It's not. It's no. just scary little bits hanging off them and stuff like that. But Labyrinth is a great film. Oh, it really is. I think that's got to be one of my favourite films mm. of all time because it's just so mental. And Jim Henson, I mean, mm. just... just it. it was yeah. written by Terry Jones, wasn't it? From oh, Monty Python. Was it? oh yeah, my God. Go. He wrote that. I didn't know that. But I know, and I've said this before as well. There's a, there's a video on YouTube. Apparently, David Bowie's face is hidden all the way throughout Labyrinth <gasps> in places that you wouldn't, if you didn't know that it was there, you oh wouldn't see God. it. So have a look at it. And it's, it's a little bit freaky because when you, when they point it out, you think, oh my God, yeah, it was there all the time. Because oh he's apparently, what's, in the, what's the... Goblin King. Goblin King. <laughs> he's, <laughs> Goblin he's watching that, that girl all the time. Oh my even God. Even in scenes when he's that, not there. Do you know what? You've absolutely just brought that film back to life for me. That is just there you go. incredible. But, but watch the video. Try and watch the film there. and try and find it. I will. I'm going to yeah, yeah, find yeah. it. Yeah. That's, it's, it's, it's a bit... Because oh like, you can just see his face. He is like, a bit a, of a... But I hope you don't see his like, massive package. That he wears I think that's legs. in there as well, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's in like... Is a, that real? A garden full of marrows. No, Barry had a real package like that. I bet he He looks like he probably has. No. Wasn't no. he called the thin white dick? I don't know. No, no, he's a thin the, white, thin white duke. Thin white dick. I don't know. Excellent. That was. I was going to say with that package, that's not a thin white one, is it? <laughs> no. Right. <laughs> Do you buy many uh, Blu-rays and DVDs then? I don't. Or my, you my, stream? My, oh, I stream. I that's stream and stream and stream. But I, my friend lends me a lot of. Um, DVDs and this is like really cool. He lent me the box set of Games Master. Do you remember that? Oh, what, with God, Patrick what? Moore as the yes. um, Dominic Diamond. Oh, yeah. Have you wow. watched it recently? Not no. at all. Oh my god, I'm gonna get him to lend it to you guys because it is uh, you can actually watch it on YouTube, I think, but was it up to date? It, no, 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 it's, it's, the it's like ones. the old one. So everything's like if like the pixels in it are just appalling. Like <laughs> if I had a fifty like fifty p for every pixel, I'd, I'd have a penny. Like, yeah. It's really bad in there, and it was like, all like all, like platform gaming and like Mario Brothers, and and they had like John Fashnu come and so. But the brilliant thing about it was it. They, I don't know how they made it into a kids show because 
it was like they they had uh, like segments where one kid would play Mario Brothers and try to get to past this level, and everybody was screaming, "Come on, come!" On. And it was just like the most boring, boring oh, thing. Okay. You could just see the boy like stressing out under so much pressure making like real bad schoolboy errors and getting stung by snakes and mushrooms. <laughs> I didn't didn't Jet take over from Patrick Mo- Patrick Moore? Jet who? From Gladiators. No. Or just Jet lady. Yeah. Really? Was, she was in what was she there was something that she was in that was to do with video games and she always wore a like a leather cat suit. Um Oh god. It was I can't remember and David Walliams played a like a real geek character in it. I can't remember what it was called now. It's gonna bug me. It might be it was something like Games Mistress or something like that. Oh really? really? But I used to watch with it just leather. because because <laughs> Jet was on there. Oh, and it was over there, there she is, and she'd be led on this like bed thing with her with her like Are leather. You sure this is a TV program, <laughs> not just a dream. <laughs> or I'm a pretty porno. sure. 75% that it was a TV <laughs> you show. Sure? I'm going to have to 50%, 50-50. Uh, it might, it might just, just be, be your imagination. Mind. Your fantasy involves <laughs> Jet from Gladiators, David Walliams. And it had like this big guy in it called something like Billy Big Boy or something his name was. <laughs> Billy Big Boy. You definitely Bollocks. have watched I'm gonna have to, I will have to. I'll have to IMDB it and find out. Who, whoever thought Jet did a porno, eh? I'm going to have to, if anybody can find out what that is, I mean, they've got to win a Mars bar or so. I'm going to have to look straight <laughs> after this podcast. I'm going to have to have a look. Do, uh, do you need to be alone while you have a look first? <laughs> I, I don't care. That's so, fine. Uh, you know, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, a uh, favourite scary moment. Favourite scary moment. Uh, what did I... Oh, here we go. This is another one from childhood. Because I just... Work, like I absolutely love scary films and horror movies and they're my go-to. So nothing really shocks me so much now. But when I was growing up watching Never Ending Story, when um, he the boy has to walk through... Remember there's the two sphinxes? Okay, yeah. And they have, like, he has to have all this courage, and if they don't, then they're just going to, like, laser him to death. That's it. And it was absolutely, to me, that was just the most terrifying. Right. I don't know why that affected me so much growing up. With that film, a lot of people say about the scene with the horse drowning in oh, the Oh, yes. And people crying tra- about it. Oh, God, what was it? Uh, Artax. Artax Atreyu, that's it. Um, but that was, yeah, really. And do you remember that tortoise? It was like, I don't care. I don't <laughs> care about the nothing. So fuck you. Such a tortoise bitch. is a cunt. Tortoise yeah, <laughs> is a cunt. And but, Rockbiter. Rockbiter was really scary. He I was mean, the one on the push bike, wasn't he? And just yeah, scary. but he was scary because I mean, he was meant to be nice, but he was just really clumsy and would just like drop like drop massive rocks on people yeah. while he was eating them. So that that used to scare me. And I didn't really it didn't really make uh, sense the fact that he's a rock biter yet he's made of rock. He's, oh yeah, he's he just beat himself. Yeah. yeah, weird. Hey, nasty. Yeah. That's not the one where the the thing goes. Oh, Falcor. No, that's from Labyrinth again, isn't it? Calls the rocks. I think oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Labyrinth, I haven't seen Never Ending Story for years. Oh, for the bog of eternal stench, yeah, and they get across, the rocks, and then it makes farting sounds as they walk across. It is that sort of noise. Yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. There you go, wrong film. Oops. Wrong film. Never mind. mind. <laughs> so you like horror? You yeah. say. So what film? in the horror genre have you really liked has given you a bit of a maybe a shock or maybe disturbed you you well i mean because you i mean 
I absolutely love things where people are put in situations where they're totally fucked. So a re- recent film that I watched was Would You, Would you Rather? Uh, oh, that's on Netflix. Yeah. I saw that on Netflix. So like right, gore okay. things, love saw films, the Final Destination films, anything where people are forced to make decisions. I'm a fucking sadist. It's really <laughs> bad. <laughs> really, really bad. I'm like Mara Henley, but I do <laughs> really like those sort of things. I don't know why. Fascinating. It's like Lord of the Flies. I remember reading Lord of the Flies mm. when I was at school and just thinking, this is fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah. That's, but it's, it's escapism, isn't it? It's the it sort is. of things you can't do in real life, so you like oh. to watch it. Other people, yeah, get, just killing people, yeah. probably because I get arrested. Yeah. Have you um, thought about writing a horror though? Um, I would, I would absolutely love to. I went to go and see. Um, I don't know if you ever saw it in uh, Inside Number Nine with Luke oh, Jensen. I love it. Love he was it. great. I mean, they are such lovely guys, yeah. and we went to go see this. My uncle's actually in one of the um, things that they do, but I'd love to do something like that. Which is horror really dark, mixed yeah. with. Did you um, see um, uh, the stage show then, Ghost Stories? No, I didn't. But um, Jeremy Dyson, who co wrote that, I was actually script supervisor on our thing. And I said, I must go, I must go to this, I must go to this. Was it brilliant? It's amazing. Oh, I saw it twice. Is it still going on? No, it's so, just ended oh, again. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I always miss these things. I highly recommend. I'd probably go and see it a third time. I oh, enjoyed really? It yeah. Oh, God. I can't tell you anything about it. They no. ask a big sign as you walk out. Do not share this. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so that's fucked up. Oh, there my go. God. I must go. Right, I'm going to go see that when it comes on, which might not. Right, let's cheer <laughs> things up, then. Cheer things up. Let's find out the favourite comedy moment. Favourite comedy moment is possibly all of the film Birdemic. Have you seen Oh, my God, Birdemic? yeah. Have you so, never seen that? What's that? It's it's even worse than Sharknado. It's, it's total Birdemic. Birdemic. Oh, my God. No, it's not, I've never heard fabulous. of it. You have to see it to believe it. It's basically, it's like, a, I mean, it's not a B-list movie. It's not a C-list movie. It's not a Z-list movie. <laughs> no. It's just like, a... it's like, the, it's so far down there. It's like the core of, like, the earth. Right. It's so fucking bad, right? Yeah. And it's done by this guy, like this really rich Chinese guy decided to do it and basically cast pieces of wood as the main actors. Um, the graphic... And so it's about... It's basically like Alfred Hitchcock's birds. The birds, right. But um, it takes about two hours for you to see any birds. And when you do, they're oh. so badly CGI'd. <laughs> it's wonderful. And they sort of like dive bomb, but then like burst into flames on impact. I mean, I don't, I, I've never seen a seagull do it's, that. It's some of the worst CG you've ever seen. And also the birds, they look like... Not, they're not even animatronic, are they? But they, they're birds. Just their, their wings just sort of flap. <laughs> I'm gonna have to and then, so that is just pure comedy. It's just for me. I I laughed and 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 then I pissed myself a little bit and then I laughed. <laughs> it was so brilliant. Have I you ever it. seen The Room by Tommy Wiseau? I wish that I still haven't watched that yet. If you want to see really bad acting, oh. really. Like laughable bad acting. Oh, is that the guy, the, the foreign guy? Yeah. Yes, I've seen that. He's appalling. He is fucking appalling. Oh, hey, Mark. <laughs> they, oh, they start God. throwing like the American football around to each other and they're talking about stuff. <laughs> it is just, I mean, like, I've said yeah, to you, you've got, got to watch, watch it. it it's one of the, oh, it's just. I love bad acting. I think mm. that's possibly one of my favourite things. Did you ever see the clip? Do you remember Hercules, the TV show that used to be on? 
like really bad. You're not going to disappoint him. Yeah, disappoint. <laughs> I mean, isn't that so brilliant? Like, I just see him sat in his trailer looking at that line thinking, how the fuck am I going to say this with guts? Do you know, apparently, now this is a, an urban myth regarding that, is that that was actually in parentheses and he read oh, it. Oh, So I the line see, oh, he had before, yeah, he was, was supposed to say it. In a, like he was disappointed. Yeah, he He said the line. He was disappointed, but he was supposed oh, to do the line. Right. Disappointed. It's like when people sing instrumental when they're doing karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing! <laughs> right then, we've come to the middle of the podcast. This is a bit you don't know about now. Oh God! If you look on our look on our door, we've got the movie heaven quiz league table. Okay. Uh, author H M Lin uh, blew everyone away last week with eleven. So she now sits astride. She's at the top of the table. Okay, so it is uh, quiz time. Okay. okay, so you will have a minute to answer as many. Movie questions Movie. as you can. I'm going to do this on my phone for the first time, so this could be a complete disaster. Oh uh, Neil, I will keep you score. Are So ding every correct oh answer. Are you ready? I hope I know it if it's correct. <laughs> I'll tell you whether it's correct. You have until the cock crows. Oh, God. So are you ready? It's really stressful. Yes, Here go. Here we go. Uh, which movie featured the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man? Um, it was uh, Ghostbusters 2. Oh, great. Yeah, it goes first. In the Ghostbusters. film The Mask, which actress starred alongside Jim Carrey? Um, it was, um, uh, fuck, what's her fucking name? Um, in something about Mary. That's right. Fucking, oh, fuck. You can pass uh, if you like. Yeah, pass. pass Cameron me. Diaz. Cameron, fuck. In the James Bond series, the character Q's name stands for what? Don't know. Quartermaster. Who played Catwoman in the 1992 film Batman Returns? It was uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Correct. In which Rocky film did Mr. T appear as Clubber Lang? Um, Rocky Balboa 2. Rocky 3. Whose directorial debut was with Reservoir Dogs? Um, Quentin Tarantino. Correct. Which actor played the part of Dr. Evil in the film Austin Powers? Mike Myers. Correct. Who refused an Academy Award for his role in The Godfather? Don't know. Marlon Brando. Which fictional character has been played by Gene Hackman, John Shea, and Kevin Spacey? <laughs> the cock has crowed. Who was it? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Lex Luthor. Oh, no, wouldn't know that. Well, you got on the board. You got a. She's on the board. Oh. So there you go. Look, you've actually. Uh, <sighs> I you can't actually... believe I forgot Cameron Diaz. That's mental. Hey. You beat Camilla, look. So you're on the board. Oh, did Camilla, I? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Camilla, man. <laughs> Uh, yes, that was the quiz. And now we just have a little break. Fantastic. <laughs> you did that on purpose, didn't you? You did that on purpose. I didn't do it on purpose, I just knew that... Uh, I was going to say I knew it was going to be there. <laughs> right, anyway, so just we talked about the comedy moment in a movie. Do you find it hard to write comedy, then? Um, no. Or do, you, <laughs> do you just write what makes you laugh? Just write what makes you laugh. The, 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 the difficulty is Charlie and I will write something that we find extremely funny, and then it's you've got to go through all these different things. So, for example, 
like well, I'm trying to think what well, last year we had a joke about the paedophile puppets and the one graverts. It's like, oh, you can't say one graverts. And then you, you, do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's the problem is it's like, you've got so many things that you can't, you can't say yeah. that that that's when it gets annoying. I suppose with the BBC as well, you're going to have to be a bit more careful of what's said. Well, but actually less careful than we were with ITV, who we were with before. You can yeah. sort of say, so they're more, um, my friend actually was in, um, what was it called? Uh, Bluestone Forty Two, and right. she dropped the fucking C bomb, which was brilliant. Yeah. And they, but they made us like film the word fuck as well, so she wasn't sure whether it was gonna, what was going to air. But the fact they they're really taking risks now because um, Shane Allen, who's at the BBC, actually moved across from uh, Channel Four, so right, right. he's a lot more sort of like liberal. And just yeah. Doesn't doesn't care. And really. which version did they show? They showed the cunt version. Uh, I just got to say, Games World, it was called. Games World, right. Games World. 1993, and it was Big Boy Barry. Big Boy Barry. I can't remember what I said. Big, have, you uh, got a, have you got a picture? Did you say Games World or... Games World is right. the name of the TV series. Right, David Williams was in it. He played a guy called Leslie. God. Mm. And then Diane Udell was the game's mistress. Oh, I see. But there's no pictures of her, unfortunately. Oh, no. it's all It's all like, it's all like that. It was, oh. All we can got is a picture of David uh, Walliams. I wonder if it's on YouTube. It must be. But it's got 8 out of 10. Wow. So, okay. Um, and what's that on? 8 out of 10? That's on my IMDb. <laughs> oh, right. It's just arbitrary. 8 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> on what website? It's, it's like... on my website. It was right. on my... I call you Love Jet. Well, she was lovely. She was very nice. She was lovely. A bit muscly, though. No, right? she wasn't too bad, oh, yeah. was she? <laughs> you might like, she wasn't... I do you remember... Bite, um, your, bite your cock off. Do you remember Wolf? Wolf. Wolf. Yeah, do you remember him? he was scary. Do you know, the funniest story I heard about Wolf was he went to a lookalike agency to uh, pretend to be himself, and they said, you don't look anything like Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> he was devastated. He was in a lot of films, wasn't he? He turned up in Ken Russell films. Oh, God, of course he would. Yeah. Now, Ken Russell was an absolute pisshead and used to be a university lecturer at Southampton. Right. My friend was there doing media studies. You should just take them into the pub and make them buy him drinks in the lessons and just get pissed. There you go. Oh, what, what, a what a legend. See, that's the way to do it. That's it the way to made do some it. great films, though. You ever see The Devils? No, I didn't. Love Tommy, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the other one that not many people have watched is Lair of the White Worm. Oh, Hugh Grant's in that. it. Weird. Yeah, but it's really good. Peter Capaldi as well. Oh, really? I yeah. like Peter Capaldi. <laughs> anyway. Now, there's a man who can say cunt. Yeah, not in Doctor Who. I've, I've, I haven't watched, I can't watch him in Doctor Who. You imagine that? I just cannot. Get out of here, Daleks! Yeah, Daleks! Fuck, fuck off, you cunts! <laughs> I just love it. Thick of it. You're a fan of the thick of it. Oh my god, love That's, the thick of it. You can't like comedy and not like that. No, absolutely not. I don't know how many times I've rewatched that on Netflix just over and over oh. again because you just wish that you could talk to people like that. You know, oh the way that he god. does it. As much as he's a nasty piece of work, yeah. manipulative piece of just work. Great, though, he's just, it is. It's just a genius. Oh. I can't see him in anything else. But that's the that, but that's the sort of how excellent he is. That's an, an improv as well. They, mm. He just said what the fuck he wanted exactly. to. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. Absolutely it did. Very, very good. Right, let's find out favourite screen kiss. Okay. <laughs> This is a bit sadistic. Uh, this is actually from Nightmare on Elm Street 4. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where, um, because I just, I don't really, I'm not really a rom-com sort of girl. I don't really like romantic films. But I do love my horrors. And this is one of my favourite deaths, which is when Freddy Krueger 
um, sucks all the guts and life out of Sheila, um, who's one of the teenage girls in it, with a kiss. So, and it's just excellent. And it, talk about like before CGI and stuff when they used to use puppets. Practical and, effects. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's absolutely excellent. I'll have to watch that. You Which one's that? Which one's number four? That was the most successful in the franchise, and it was Rennie Harling directed that one. Really? Was it, was it Freddy's Dead? I can't remember this tagline for it. I think it was the one with the heroin addict girl in it. No, because that sure. no, that's number three with the uh, Dream Warriors. That's Patricia yeah, Arquette. Yeah, was right. it, Dream it? Child, then it could be them. Could be. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. They're but all, there you go. That, yeah. We've never had that as an answer before. No, that's <laughs> what I have to say. It's normally, it's normally Spider-Man, the Upside Down Kiss, or oh, something from, yeah, what's it called, the Notebook, or something like that. But yeah. that's good. Nightmare on Elm Street. You, obviously, you would still, you're still acting, I yes. take it. Is that something you'd love to go into, a horror film, become a screen oh, queen? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it would just be so much fun. So I did, uh, I actually was on The Wrong Man's that was um, out of the Christmas second series. Yeah. And we did, like, loads of stunts and stuff and that that was just like we get, got to blow up a car and wow. like those sort of things i absolutely love so if there was anything like that anything action or you know yeah. i won't get a cast unfortunately unless it's because i'm sort of a comedy actress you just don't get sort of cast in horror films it's a real pain in the ass really yeah you get you get typecast of things and you just uh, yeah, if I was trying to be serious, I think people would just laugh at me anyway. <laughs> so. uh, right then, your favourite movie soundtrack and or song. You can have both if you like. Well, it's, it's got, again, Labyrinth with right. Remind Me of the Babe, uh, the fiery dance things. I just, every, I actually bought that and I just loved every song in it. I mean, mm. David Bowie, just a fucking genius. And I really want The World Falls Down to be played at my wedding. Do you know right. the one that where they're in the ball thing and... And nobody will guess it, but <laughs> I'll fucking still enjoy it. Yeah. So when's the wedding? <laughs> oh, don't know. I haven't found him yet. Yeah. <laughs> so is there? Is there a, a? Is that the 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 song that you particularly like? Oh, or are there I any just. Other? I think it's if I. This is like a. This is like how I judge if I'm going to like somebody or not. If I say you remind me of the babe, and they reply with what babe, I go fucking yes. Yeah, yeah. Babe with the power. <laughs> and it just goes on and on and on. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Shall I do it now? Go you on. remind me of the babe. What was it again? What babe? <laughs> right. I'll no, be, not going to. Okay, here we go. You remind me of the babe. What babe? Babe with the power. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> was that it? Was that That's right? it. You Bollocks. missed it though. Oh, well. <laughs> do you want to have another go? Take what, what is it, babe? What oh, was it? <laughs> oh, just leave it. It's gone. It's done. The it's done. Now. It's gone. What a <laughs> I wonder how many times that word has been used in this podcast. It's a record. I'll give you that. Oh, it's, it's not one that crops up that. It's not. No. No. We've had a couple. Where, We've had um, a couple of guns. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's no way to treat our guests. No, no. <laughs> Sexiest movie star than Daisy. Okay, this is really strange. Uh, Rick Moranis was my pin-up, actually, when I was really? about 16, 17. So I just loved, like, he was so nerdy, and I always used to go for that type. And then saw him in Little Shop of Horrors, where he plays Seymour, mm. and just fell in love with him. So either him or... Oh, who was, who's the guy who does the National Lampoons? Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase, yeah. Funny and a bit weird, geeky, right. that type, yeah. Little Shop of Horrors. Mm. I love that. Oh, isn't it great? Yeah. Have you seen the trailer to the new Vacation movie? 
No. No. Watch the Red Band trailer. It's actually really, really funny. Oh, it's made, my yeah, God. It made us laugh. It made oh. us laugh, yeah. I mean, we it... dreading it. Oh, my God. He's got a small... Him and... Uh, I forget her name. Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah, they've got a small part in it. It's Rusty. The, the oh, son, really? Played he's by Ed Helms. That was the in, the American, in the American oh, office. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He's Rusty, so he's taking his family to Wally World. Oh, and lovely. there's some really, really funny bits in it. I was really surprised. Chris Hemsworth, you know, oh. Thor... Okay. Yeah, you you try to play Thor in the Marvel films. Oh, I I am not. I don't really watch those. No. Films. Oh, right. He's actually he's right behind your head. Oh, um, the long haired like, one. He's in it. No, long haired one. Oh, oh, him. Yeah. Yeah. him. Right. Yeah, he's, he's in it, and he's he looks like he's in the woods. If you ever saw that, a hidden gem movie. What's your hidden gem movie? A movie that that you like that other people may not have possibly heard of. Or, or really dislike. Um, or really dislike. Oh, yeah. Driller Killer is right. mine. Did okay. you ever see that? I've seen it, yeah. Um, basically where a guy is an artist and he is uh, he's trying to sell a painting, you know, the buffalo thing. Was it how was the what's the quote? Uh I don't know. I don't oh, know. Oh god one. damn it, it's a bloody buffalo that thing. And then so because he's so enraged, he goes out with a drill and just uh murders tramps and bums. Yeah. And it is just excellent. Uh, there's this one scene where He's drilling into this bum's head who he's just found off the street. And he, then the bum wakes up about 40 seconds into the drilling. Which is mental, but it's, it's absolutely. I just got a vision of a bum with oh, a head. That's what I was laughing at. <laughs> very childish, I know. I'm terribly sorry, That's but great. in my mind's eye. It's just this bum with a head sticking <laughs> on the top. With some now heads. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Somebody's drilling into the bum's head. Well, there's, there's a whole new euphemism there, isn't there? But that was, one of, the, that was, the bum. That was, that was one of the original uh, video nasty. It was. It? it was. And it's actually not that bad. It's not that gory, really. No, but know. it's good fun. Yeah, it's good. Abel Ferreira's first film. Mm. And he, he directed one of my favourite films, The Bad Lieutenant with Harvey Keitel. Such a good film. That's mm. a disturbing film. Bad Lieutenant. Why is that really such a bell? I must Nicholas have Cage. Yeah, Nick Cage did a re- they, remake, but not at all. Right, right. In comparison, it was it was off the fucking scale. Oh. You know, he, Harvey Keitel just put himself through the ringer. Spent half the film in the nude. <laughs> oh God. Based out on drugs, jacking off to teenage girls in a car. He's pulling like he pulled teenage girls over to arrest them. <laughs> and rather than the rest of them just jerked <laughs> off in front of her. I love this. We all done that, though. I mean, come on. And it's all about redemption. It works. Oh, all right, sense. okay. Works really well. There you go. It's my recommendation. <laughs> I'm so nice, going to watch that. A nice Sunday afternoon family film. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right, we're at the last question. Oh, oh that's just yeah. flown by. It has flown by, that flown one. By, like, <laughs> right, this question. Dynamic. What is your movie heaven, Daisy? What is the film that you can watch over and over again when you take it off to your little white cloud? That is Battle Royale, is my old, all-time favourite. And I tell you what, I think... So I watched it when I was about 17, and a friend said, look, you've got to watch this film, it's absolutely brilliant. I said, oh, it's got the word battle in it, so probably not. And he said, look, let me just play the trailer, and I fucking just went... Put it on now. And from then, I think it's because when you're a teenager, things like songs and films, and you know, affect you so much. Mm-hmm. They just stay with mm-hmm. you. And that, for me, is just like, of course. The, I mean, the Japanese have got it so right. Put a load of fucking kids on the island. 
give them fucking weapons and let them fucking kill each other. Yeah. I mean, yes, this is brilliant. You know, mm. Lord of the Flies, all this stuff, loved it. And and they did it with such, um, you know, fuck all the um, Hunger Games, all that shit. Because it, this was so truthful and, this was, and it all focused in on like their little crushes and how difficult it was mm, and, mm. and I loved that I just yeah. worked on every level I was going to ask you what you thought of the Hunger Games considering no fucking I watched the first I've watched the first one and just I thought it was terrible I just didn't exactly the same really really yeah I, I, you've watched, think you've seen all of them yeah I've seen them all apart from obviously the new one yeah 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 mm. I just I didn't it, the first one was okay but yeah it just for me it just felt like a watered down Battle yeah. Royale. It was just. But you just know, I had no empathy for like the protagonist and that Jennifer right. Lawrence. I just, but with it, it just, I just felt so unbelievable and untruthful. And whereas Battle Royale, just from the from the get go, I just, you know as soon as that. Did you watch the sequel? Yeah, I did. Bit weird. Didn't really like that. Didn't like it at all. You can tell because it was original director originally going to film it, and he died just as they started making oh, it. Oh, really? So his son yeah. took over and changed the story. Oh, well, that's right. that will be yeah. exactly why. That's mm. so, okay. So the guy who plays Katano, who's the teacher. Yeah. I heard that he. I don't know if this is true. That he co-wrote it or something like that. Yeah, I believe he did. I think that's too. right. Yeah, and yeah. then he. But before this, he was doing really, really bad films, and then had like a motorcycle accident and had a bit of brain damage. And they say. From then on, he created his, like, best films. He's, he's quite famous for, like, Japanese gangster films. Right, I see, sort of I see. Yeah. Oh, it's just, it's just an excellent film. Yeah, I can't disagree. Do you, do you, do you guys like, do you guys I like do, it? I love, I love that film. Yeah. I've, I've, it'd be one of those films that you'll find if you're, like, if I'm coming home from a gig on a Saturday night and it's there on E4 or Channel 4 or whatever, like, yeah. like half past 12 and... Just watch a bit of it. And even now, I think I've probably watched it a, a few times, but it still shocks me. Some of it, well, yeah. Do you know what I mean? When some, when one of them dies, oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you just, yeah, it's just... Oh, but I think the Japanese... Great. I mean, what about things like uh, The Raid? Are you a fan of The Raid? I haven't, no, I haven't seen I haven't seen that. Oh, highly recommend. Oh, really? The Raid? Yeah. The Raid, yeah. Okay, I'm definitely going to watch... So it's on the... So if I love Battle Royale, I'll love it. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a slightly... It's a different kind of movie, but it's... Um, but it's um, I, the way I would describe the first one, it's almost like an arcade game, right? Right. Bear with me. Where they go into a building and they've got to fight their way up level to level to level and then fight their way out again. Yeah, right, see I see. I mean. Right, okay, cool. But the fight sequences are just mental. It's just madness. Really, <laughs> it's really absolute madness. Really? Yeah. Oh my god! It is just balls to the wall, just fucking insane, it and is. it's just great. If you like insanity, then you'll love it. It's just oh. absolutely great. Because yeah. obviously, where they filmed it, Indonesia, wasn't it? They yeah. had there's no health and safety rules so all the actors are doing everything oh my god yeah it is crazy that sounds excellent I'm going to watch that tonight you haven't going to have enough time to watch everything we'll have to make a list bad (laughs) lieutenant (laughs) no who's the one that's getting fucked the Oh yeah, yeah. I've got to oh, watch we'll that. that. That's yeah. the first. So you got that. You, you've seen the room, so you haven't got to worry about that. Yeah, you've seen that. So um, we've got the bird. Well, you've got Birdemic to watch. Yeah, well, that's yeah, the yeah. You must watch that. You've got that to watch. Uh, I need to try and work out. I got. We're, to watch we're all going to go and find out about this <laughs> games mistress. Oh yeah, got, yeah. We'll, we'll look at that in a <laughs> What's second. What's it called? Games. Games World. It was games called. Games World. Well, I'm, I'm yeah. putting that on straight away. I want to investigate that quickly. But we draw to a close. So it's thank you very much, Daisy. Oh, Good luck with the sitcom. You. We'll be watching with bated breath. Hopefully come and see you on set or something. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Give yeah. you guys some walk on parts. Whoa, oh, yeah. that'll be amazing. amazing. We'll do, definitely. That'll be fantastic. That'll be so amazing. Um, <coughs> <we'll> come... <laughs> walk on parts. You haw-walk. haven't got your equity card. Uh, 
But good luck with it. We'll support Absolutely. you all the way. If there's anything we can do for you, let us know. Um, oh, oh, before you go, oh, yes. yes. As you are now officially a member of the shed, as you've visited the shed, you now get your... <gasps> Ahoy, oh hoy, my wristbands. God, that is brilliant. See, look Thank at this. Everybody, so everybody at the BBC is going to want one yeah. of those. I will, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, of course, if you see anybody else wearing it, you have to give the pancast greeting, which is ahoy, hoy. Ahoy, hoy. That's right. what you should okay. slip into the sitcom. Well, ahoy, yes. boys. Ahoy, hoy. Pancast.com. <laughs> 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 we'll wear our t shirts. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah so, so thank you very much. Thank you. It's been thank real you pleasure. so much having me. I've had and so much fucking it's fun. It's been so thank nice you. to be able to do something that we just fucking swear all the time. <laughs> yeah. We can be our normal selves again. I think it's very hard. Sometimes it's very hard to gauge people because sometimes people probably from our our fault is that they don't know whether they can swear or not. Oh, I see. Do you know what I mean? But we do say normally, we say that's fine, it's on the internet, so you can say, say what, what you like. like. Okay. That's fine. I think we probably will put a little disclaimer on there saying yeah, that there's okay. a lot of bad language <laughs> in this one. Oh, uh, get, please leave a review. A review. And put those little star things. Oh. Make it five stars. And if you would be so kind. Those what things are. Look down there. Look down. Yeah. Up, 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 up. Okay. Like that. Uh, yes, but just do that. <laughs> well thank you very much Pav thank you very much Daisy way there baby oh, oh what was it again <laughs> I've forgotten just leave it but the moment's gone the moment's passed um, so thank you very much all for listening we'll see you very soon again bye everyone bye Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year Daft Cow this is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, <laughs> Top 10 swear words, yes. Top 10 breakfast foods, yum, yum. anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.